starting out AOL. Ticker AOL. What do they do? Uh, well, uh, let's see. Let me read here. This started out as America Online, which I'm reading through here, and nowhere on the sheet, it's a summary sheet, does it say America Online. So, hey, that's, I guess, if you know that, that's uh, a little corporate secret. Yeah, a corporate secret now. AOL, you know, they got bought by Time Warner, and then it turned out that, uh, you know, people didn't really like their product that much, and then they got spun back out. And it was on a downtick for many years. From the spin out of Time Warner at 25 bucks, it got as low as 12 bucks back in 2011. And the reason was viewers were leaving, advertisers were leaving, you know, you had a big ramp on other properties, you know, mainly, of course, Google, uh, Microsoft, and as troubled as Yahoo is, you know, they have a lot more business than AOL. So AOL back in the day was uh, the way onto the Internet, so they have a very storied history. They were a place where you could see all the data you wanted before there was the Internet, and then when the Internet came along, they had some problems adapting to that, and they got crushed. But the story today, Mo, is one of uh, basically recasting themselves as a media company, rebuilding their advertising, rebuilding their distribution. They own a lot of newspapers around the country now, local papers. They're building advertising. That's their model. Their old dial-up is shrinking, so you got to understand that's going to go away. And the stock's gone from the low in 2011 of 12 to around $37 a share. So I'm not a fan of that. You are. Well, I'll but tell it, you, I, do, I, I have a finance question for you because yes, I, sir. that was the first thing that caught my mind. Yeah, you like the chart, I think. In the last two years, the stock's yeah. up 125%. I know. So here's, I the, know. here's my question for you, Professor. Yes, sir. In the last year and a half, the stock's up 125%. In 2012, yeah. it almost doubled. Yeah. I'm looking at the numbers, yeah. which I rarely do. That's your job. <laughs> but I noticed that sales were sort of flat, $2.2 yeah. to $2.2 billion. EBITDA was kind of up a little from $350 million to $375 million. So that's like a nah. Certainly not the, not the stuff that makes stocks double. And yet something happened under EBITDA that resulted in $11 a share in earnings, up from flat last year. So yeah. something big happened in between the EBITDA line and the net income line. Yes. And when I'm looking at this company, I'm looking at $0.13 cents a share in 2007 minus 14 in 2008. You're positive in 2009, you lose 7 bucks in 2010. You're flat in 2011, you got a huge year in 2012. Man, yeah. these are some erratic earnings. Erratic, yeah. So whatever they trade AOL on... Unless you unless you can divine some other value story in the numbers, I'm, I'm mystified. Well, let me get behind those a little bit, Mo. Those are a lot of good questions. Uh, the stock has been erratic. The model's been erratic. I mean, basically, at one point, these guys were charging a hundred million to people, nineteen bucks a month to dial up on the internet. And that is a slow burn like the half-life of a radioactive element. And so I can't tell you how many subscribers they have today, in part because they haven't written it down here. But uh, I think 27% of their revenue, according to this AOL Networks, and I'm just guessing, it might be the membership group, but there's a big chunk of this business that's still those old dial-up people, the guys that didn't figure out that they can somehow just 
call their phone company and get a you know a fast network in their house or what have you, and they're still using dial-up, that's dying a little bit each year. So that's bleeding. But what's happened here, Mo, is the company, um, and, and we had the good fortune here in the shop of talking to the CFO a few years ago and really getting a bad sense of things. And uh, and so we didn't end up buying it, and we felt really smart because the stock went from 25 to 12. He was let go. and then But then we, we didn't buy it and went from 12 to 40. So the reason I'm talking about it today is that's the past. So what is it right now? We've had basically three years of EBITDA improvement. It's The model is now advertising. Newspapers, websites people go to. It's an ad model. Uh, they own a lot of properties that you might not expect. They own Huffington Post. They started to build a media business around brands that aren't AOL. They understand that the AOL brand has somehow been tainted the way, you remember, IZOD? Oh, sure. I yeah. mean, you know, it's, a, it's an age Rorschach test. So, you know, if you're a certain age, you're AOL. You know, if you're the next age, you're Yahoo. If the next you're the a little bit younger, you're Gmail. The email, yeah. yeah. So, so the, the, their, cha- they, their model's changed. And what I'm going to suggest is at 7.5 times EBITDA, 1.3 times sales, 8 times cash flow, 1.3 times book. And this is after the they lost... Seven bucks in 2010 because they wrote off a bunch of properties, mm-hmm. and they seem to be on a you know a route of improvement. That big earnings last year, they clearly sold something because it came in even below the EBIT line. Yep. And so I just think you know they've been buying shares. Mm-hmm. Their balance sheet is surprisingly in good shape. Five percent debt to cap, and at eight times EBITDA. If you think the internet is gaining share of total advertising, I'd say that's the thesis to this name. They're a brand that has figured out how to survive, and I think from here on, they're going to be a part of the internet, and you're going to pick up that growth eight times EBITDA. Well, I love the chart, I love the momentum, so if you love the valuation, that's uh, that's good. I think it's worth, uh, I think it's worth a, you know, a little bit of work. The estimates have been um, down a little bit over the last few months, but single digits. 